Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The NFL suspends Jameis Winston for violating the NFL player conduct policy after an eight-month investigation found, quote, consistent and credible information that he touched an Uber driver in an inappropriate and sexual manner. Winston has apologized to the driver and says he has stopped drinking. Did the NFL get it right? Did Winston stop short of admitting to sexual abuse? And what is the future of Winston with the Bucks? And is there any blame at all that belongs to the Glazers? Also, the Rays. Break a five-game winning streak. They lose a tough one, one to nothing to the Houston Astros. Some tough luck at the plate as well. We've got all that to talk about and more on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Burstick. Before we get started, I want to tell you about a special offer from Continental Wholesale Diamonds only to the listeners of this podcast. Get this now, folks. You have to take advantage. The July 4th celebration is at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. This is a special offer. Good for only our listeners. Here's what you get. If you spend a minimum of $2,000 or more, our friend Andy is going to include a free cruise. That's right. You heard it right. A free cruise just for our listeners. And all you need to do is let Andy from Continental Wholesale Diamonds know you heard it from Sports Day Tampa Bay and Rick Stroud or Steve Versnick. Anything along the line, you get it. It's a five-day, four-night cruise for two. You can even pick your cruise lines. Now, come see Andy. And he'll give you more details. Look, when you're looking for that special gift, you don't want to be walking around the jewelry stores and the shopping mall. You know they got the huge overhead, and that means higher prices for you. Continental Wholesale Diamonds wants to provide you with the best jewelry selection, one-on-one customer service, and as always, wholesale prices that are easy on the pocketbook. And best of all, there's no pressure. So if you're looking for a perfect gift, here's what you do. You're going to spend $2,000, right? Take her on a cruise. Go see my friend Annie at Continental Wholesale Diamonds. He's going to pour you a nice scotch, tell you about the four seasons of diamonds. He's going to match that perfect diamond for your loved one. Make sure you tell him that you heard this on the Sports Day Tampa Bay podcast. It's Continental Wholesale Diamonds. It's where I shop there. It's 1715 Northwest Shore Boulevard, Suite 150. All right, first let me apologize. I'm in Hawaii. I'm not apologizing for that, but the distance is what it is. And so you can probably hear a little atmosphere, uh, waves crashing. Yeah, kids thanks screaming. for making us all jealous with the waves crashing in the ocean. <laughs> It is gorgeous. It's paradise, but it's been interrupted by this Jameis Winston saga that finally looks like it came to a conclusion, at least as far as the NFL is concerned. The news came down, of course, on Thursday, a week after it was reported that the league uh, was indeed going to suspend Jameis Winston. They did that on Thursday, three-game suspension. It's for violating the NFL conduct policy. And what they concluded after an eight-month investigation that included interviews with witnesses, telephone records, business records, data from electronic devices, and other communications, this was a very complete forensic investigation. They found that the driver's account was consistent and credible. And the investigation concluded that Winston had violated the personal conduct policy by touching the driver in an inappropriate and sexual manner without her consent. Now, the three games is a a negotiation between Winston, his representatives, the NFLPA, and the NFL. They could have given him six games for sexual assault. That's part of their policy. They obviously downgraded this. Winston's not going to appeal. 
I think that was a factor in this. Um, and we can also get into Winston's statement, which, um, you know, he doesn't completely admit guilt here. Uh, he says, first and foremost, I'd like to say I'm sorry to the Uber driver for this position I put you in. He said it was uncharacteristic of me, and I generally apologize. Uh, goes on to say that uh, he's had, you know, the past two and a half years of his life has been full of um, different opportunities to help him grow. Um, and he also mentions that, you know, he is going to or has uh, begun to abstain from alcohol. So alcohol, he's saying, played a role in his decision making. So let's go back and, and talk about what has happened here. First of all, there's 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 problems I have with the NFL um, in making this just three games. And it's not just me. I mean, look, um, I, I understand that his representatives did a credible, an incredible job to reduce this, quite frankly, in exchange for not appealing it. We've seen how long these appeals can drag out, like with Ezekiel Elliott and others, Tom Brady. Um, they lowered it uh, in part too, because I, I guess they regarded the offense not as serious as sexual assault, which was which was their standard, or a different kind of assault. This was sexual abuse by Arizona law. Um, and then, you know, in terms of in terms of Winston, I mean, there's so much here, Steve, to, to un, un, unpack. Because if you remember back in November, it was Winston whose story, you know, at the time when it broke, his explanation was that the driver uh, was confused. And now we know, in fact, that, you know, there weren't three people in the car, as Winston alleged at that time. It was just Winston and a second Uber ride with the driver. We've we're got all kinds of misstatements here by Jameis Winston. I know the Bucks have been aware of it. The NFL has been aware of it. Um, but it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's surprising to me um, in, in some sense that, that we're at this place with him now going into his fourth season this is how he came into the league, you know, this whole notion of I remember him standing up there as a rookie saying, hey, judge me on my actions going forward. We know what happened at Florida State. This is a sex, second sexual, um, you know, abuse allegation in four years. Um, I find a lot wrong with with both, you know, sort of Winston's almost admittance of guilt here, but stopped just short of that. And then the league's decision to reduce the games to three simply because. They negotiated a deal with them. I think, you know, and I, I agree with you, if the NFL, if sexual abuse is a priority of yours, of eliminating it from your players and not, not having it happen, how does Tom Brady get four games for right. footballs that are not properly inflated? How do marijuana users get 16 games and Jameis Winston gets three? Now, right. assume it was probably a six-game suspension, but how are you knocking 50% off of it when your release says he sexually abused her? That's exactly right. You have concluded that he that this that there's credible evidence that he did this, that you're you're quite comfortable in saying that you did this. Um, and so we're saying then that sexual assault, in essence, even though, you know, OK, it wasn't rape. I mean, you know, thank God. Um, but what he did is abhorrent, especially with his history. And you're saying that letting air out of a football to gain a competitive advantage, which is questionable, uh, is is a, a bigger violation or like you said marijuana abuse i just don't know where the nfl is is falling on this i think they have a lot of room here for criticism they have been criticized usa today uh wrote a story about this um so i mean in a way Jameis is very fortunate that's what i would underline on this with winston fortunate fortunate that it's not six games um you know which would have been 
even more catastrophic to his team, which, you know, certainly starting 0-3 or 1-2 and or whatever they may start now with Ryan Fitzpatrick um, is going to be tough on his teammates. But when Winston says, you know, things in this statement about, you know, how he has to hold himself to a higher standard off the field. And I have that responsibility to my family, my communicate and my team, my community, my teammates. Did this not dawn on you after the Florida state episode? Did you not think you had a higher standard? Did you not think that you had a responsibility to your family, your community and your teammates? The Buccaneers had a choice and they chose Jameis Winston over a pretty good quarterback who did not have these problems. And it's stunning to me that here we are, you know, him having to make this statement going into his fourth season in the NFL. Well, and, and, and you know, I think there's bigger questions than that when you, when you talk about the fourth year. I mean, you know, he's got a $20.9 million guarantee for next year just against injury at this point, but that's right. the option for next year is, you know, what do the Glazers do going forward? They're, I mean, the Buccaneer statement was pretty short and sweet and had no voice of support. It was pretty much... We're disappointed, we're disappointed, and we accept, we accept the the punishment. That was yeah, that was the about, statement. That, that, that was it. That's about yeah. That's about as short as they could be. Well, let me tell you what they did say in March, and they were well aware of this being a possibility. In fact, I think more than prepared for it being the possibility. Okay, Joel Glazer, who I sat with in March, had a full throated, full throated endorsement of Jameis Winston. Jameis has been nothing but a uh, great person since he's been the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's done everything we've asked of him. He's been a great leader. He's been unbelievable in the community. And, uh, you know, we, we have great confidence in Jason, uh, James. And uh, so we're, we, we focus on what the great things James has done. I, I can't get into what other people say and speculate and all that. I can only speak to the person I know and the person I have known and the person everyone I know knows. And, that's what I'll speak to, and that's a first-class individual, uh, hardworking, wonderful in the community, a leader, and everything that uh, we would have hoped for in our quarterbacks. How you can say that when he's in the midst of a possible six-game suspension and an investigation that looked, even then, for all the world, because they had more information we know now than we did, that he was guilty of something here. Um, did they know that history. in March though? I mean, Jameis was I, saying, I mean, I, Jameis was saying, no, I wasn't in, I was in the backseat in the Uber ride. There was other people in the car. Right. What did the Glazers know at that point in March? And you know, where was the investigation? How much was shared with them? We don't know. I mean, it, it, you and well, I, you, you and I talked when, when Joel Glazer said that to you, it seemed kind of, it, it seemed more more supportive than we expected at that point because we didn't know we didn't know details we didn't know what was going on you you heard what Jameis said you heard you didn't know anything else beyond that pretty much at that point right so it did seem like they were going over and beyond you know to support him there which seemed a little awkward to us but you know maybe they didn't know at the time and maybe they're trusting Jameis saying no that wasn't what happened well they certainly know now and I can tell you and, and again this is you know this is just my speculation based on lots of conversation with lots of people over all these months. I mean, first of all, I think we have been consistent, or at least I have been consistent in saying for some time now, I thought he was going to get games. I thought it was going to be multiple games. I've mentioned three before. Said nothing, by the way, to do with not reporting the incident. Okay, let's clear that up right away. It seems to me 
that this is where they were when they drafted this player, right? They were willing to take a chance. They had done all their research. They thought his talent was worth the trouble. That's what we're talking about. Glazers and only the Glazers now can make the decision whether to go forward with Jameis Winston. And they do plan to go forward with him. Make no mistake. Um, that, that statement would have said more had there were, if there had been any you know, hesitation on their part. He's going to come back. He's going to get another chance to quarterback his team. We'll assume that it'll be against the Chicago Bears in week four. But there's really no, I don't know, there's not a whole lot of remorse, buyer's remorse here that I feel from the Glazers. I mean, look, Tom Jones wrote a column, and you can agree this is his opinion, and he, he has a right to write opinion. But as he said in this statement by the NFL, there's no innuendos here. It's not carefully worded read-between-the-line stuff. I mean, they say he did it without her consent, and that, folks, is the exact definition of sexual assault. So what else did the Bucks need to hear? You talked about the fifth-year option. They picked that up, you know, at the deadline when they needed to, a little bit before the deadline, and that does just guarantee him $21 million only against injuries. But if he goes out and gets hurt this year, they owe him $21 million for well, next season. If that he can't is, pass a physical in March. It, that is a question, too. I mean, if they go 0-3, do you play him? Well, it's a, it is a question because you got $21 million bucks banking on him never getting hurt. I mean, he got hurt last year, right? He injured mm-hmm. his shoulder. What if mm-hmm. it was worse this time? What if it knocks him out? What if in March when he has to take a physical, he cannot pass it? You owe him $21 mil. Um, But I think they're going to roll the dice. I, I, in fact, I'm sure of it. I have ta- not talked to anybody with the Bucks that has indicated that there is anything other than the expectation that he will be in training camp. He, will, he can participate in all of training camp, all of the preseason. Might have to change the way they, they execute the reps and, and certainly the way they play the games. Um, but there's a full expectation he's going to come back in week four. So, hey, good for a dime. You know, oh, he did it again? Okay. We'll give him another chance. It's, it's something that they, they are opening themselves for enormous criticism. And, and you have read the statements on Twitter and other places. There are a lot of people that were very much behind their quarterback. Some still are. No doubt about that. Um, but there are a lot of people that are starting to jump off the bandwagon a bit. He has hurt himself here from a credibility standpoint with, with a lot of fans. Um, apparently not with ownership all that much, although I'm sure they're disappointed, as they said in their statement. But what, what real damage is there? I'll tell you where the damage is here, is to himself. And if you read the NFL statement, they're pretty clear about one thing. One more violation of the personal conduct policy, which, as you know, is real broad. They don't mean one more accusation of sexual assault. They mean one more violation of the personal conduct policy, and he, is, he will be suspended indefinitely. It is spelled out. Indefinitely means as long as we think or forever. And I can't imagine one more incident with this guy that he would be way too radioactive for any team to touch him, let alone the Bucks. He has put himself into last chance bill. Now, you know, I've heard a lot about Ben Roethlisberger. I've heard a lot about, you know, him with uh, similar accusations. Okay, a couple things. One, it was a decade ago. Okay, a little different environment. Beware of that. Two, the Rooney's almost got rid of him at that time. Three, he had already won a Super Bowl. Jameis Winston has 18 wins in three years. We're not talking about a Super Bowl quarterback here. We're talking about a guy with potential. We're talking about a guy that has a big upside, allegedly, um, but has not won games yet. So how many games would he have to win? 
how well would he have to play? He didn't have sort of the sweat equity and and the hardware that Ben Roethlisberger, not excusing the Steelers, they decided to stick by him. Ben changed his life. Ben got married. Ben has had children. Ben is headed to the Hall of Fame. Jameis has an opportunity to do that. I mean, that's the takeaway here is that he still has the opportunity right in front of him. But is there any trust left at all, Steve, you think, between an organization like that? I mean, apparently there is. They're, they're going to load them up and play them again. Well, there, there's there's either some trust or they're going to take other, you know, they're going to do other things to ensure that trust, whether it's, you know, somebody's a security pe- people are with them at all times or, you know, I mean, who knows what their plan going forward is, but sure, it, it sure seems like, I mean, it, it's not like they got the report today. I'm sure the Bucks have had this for a couple yes. weeks. I mean, you know, if this is a negotiated settlement, it's not like it wasn't known. No, there was lots of communication between yeah. the Bucks, between his representatives, his attorneys, and the NFL. Um, so it's not like they found out today and then went, um, okay, let's just do a no. statement and figure out what we're going to do. They've had time to talk about this and, and, and make a decision. Now, of course, if, if enough fans speak up one way or another, that possibly could change something in the next six weeks, ten weeks, till the season starts or he comes back. Um, that can always change something, but... Uh, yeah, it sure seems like they're going to give him a, a, another chance, or uh, this sounds like a final chance. Here, here's something else that um, to keep in mind: Jameis Winston is still subject to possible criminal prosecution on this. Mm-hmm. There is time for a state attorney in Scottsdale uh, to file charges. Now you'd say, well, will the anonymous Uber driver cooperate? I don't know. If she has to. I mean, all they have to do is subpoena or ask the NFL for their investigative interviews report. I don't know the NFL would have a big problem turning it over. I don't know, but he's not out of the woods yet. There is no, he has not gone beyond the statute of limitations. The, the charge would be sexual abuse in Arizona for what he did is not considered assault, but it's still a fifth degree felony, still punishable by six months to two and a half years in prison. So he's not out of the woods legally. And then from a civil suit standpoint, from what I understand, um, even though it's been more than two years, and that's usually the statute of limitations, I believe for you know some legalese that I don't really want to get into right now, but I believe she still has an opportunity, or the Uber driver in this case, to go to civil court and sue him for damages. Now she said initially that that was not, you know, that was not her intent. She did hire John Clune, who was Eric and Kinsman's attorney, um, the woman who accused him of sexual assault at Florida State, and then did get a settlement. So one can surmise that. There will be more about this case. There could possibly be discovery about this case. There could be more details come out about this case. And yes, if in either court proceeding, be it a criminal case or a civil case, those attorneys would have every right and expectation that the NFL's report is going to be part of the record. So there's a lot of things we don't know still, you know, uh, from what the NFL found out in interviewing witnesses and others. You know, and, I, and again, I go back to the statement. I mean, what are we to believe here in November when he says there were two other guys and it was Ronald Darby and now we know, um, you know, somebody who's doing 15 years in prison for rape. Um, but what does it say that, that? Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That was his recollection of the Uber drive. Was he so intoxicated he simply didn't remember there was another one? It's it's possible. Did he... Did he attempt to mislead them? You know, because again, in his statement in November, he says that the driver was confused. I don't believe the driver was confused. I think the NFL is saying, no, she's credible. She, he was alone with her. So he was confused. So he's, and again, alcohol seems to be, he's saying a big problem for him, or at least something that he's eliminated. And, and some have said, well, sounds like he's saying that's his excuse. Look, there's a lot of people that have alcohol problems and a lot of people that simply get too inebriated. They don't do that. They don't all do that. You know, if you are that inebriated, how do you know you didn't do that? (laughs) So, you know, it's just, again, like I said, it's a lot to unpack here, but we know now. Well, to be fair, too, just him giving up alcohol doesn't mean he's saying that's the reason and the excuse for what he did. It may have been a symptom of it, whatever else. And if he's choosing to give it up, that's a good thing and should be applauded, especially if he's True. making bad decisions. Under it doesn't mean he's blaming that for it and not taking responsibility. That's not what that means. It could well, be. We it, don't, it we not, don't know. It we may don't not know. be. It we don't may, know. Yeah, it's not stated um, emphatically, but I think I think there is a. I think there is an. I think they're trying to make the link to what happened. And him being intoxicated. Sure. That's what I think is. Sure. That's their attempt. And so a lot of people, rightly or wrongly, are looking at that and saying, so wait a minute, you're blaming being drunk. You're blaming your alcohol consumption on that. Those two things aren't, you know, they can be mutually exclusive. Not everybody who gets too drunk does those things. Sure. Especially with his history. And again, we're right back to square one with this guy. I mean, I remember sitting there with him the first day. Judge me on my actions. Judge me on my actions. Words don't mean anything. Well, okay. One year in, he finds himself in Scottsdale in March doing this. It's um, it's quite a story. And, you know, for the Buccaneers in a big year, when you consider what Jason Light, what Dirk Cutter is facing, what those 20 assistant coaches, many of whom on their final contracts are facing, guys like Gerald McCoy, what what, if any damage do you think Steve, that this might have with teammates. How will they look at Jameis Winston when he comes back in the building? You know, are you talking training camp or after ga- three games? Yeah, just in general. Because yeah, after I mean, three like, games, it may depend on how they do the first three games, too. Well, sure, but I'm, uh, I'm talking about, you know, in general. I mean, I mean, if they go 0-3, you know, there's a good possibility. Look, we know this. He's not injured. This isn't one of those deals where he can't play, and so we got to go with our backup. Yeah. That's football. But what if this they go? What if they go two error. and one, and they decide to stay with Ryan Fitzpatrick? <laughs> well, then no it, harm, it, no it, foul. It may be a good thing for the team. I mean, you know, but I, I got to th- think, think teammates, that Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to take them to the playoffs. I mean, really? I don't think so. But you know, did we think yeah. Nick Foles was going to win the Super Bowl last year? No, but yeah, yeah all right. Now that I guess if you're good a handful of games, a handful of games there. I mean, they were already in playoffs when Carson yeah, Wentz went down. They were down thirteen and, and three. Right. They were thirteen and three with the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, is you know, the Bucks did upgrade their defense. They have a lot of weapons on offense. Sure. Is it possible sure. Ryan Fitzpatrick could get into the playoffs? Sure. 
But is there a psychological? The is there a psychological uh, damage here to where? And I'm not saying that they're surprised by this because we've all kind of seen this coming, right? But is there any kind of psychological residual to? Wow, you're Gerald McCoy. You're Levante David. You're looking at this guy now. How do you look at him now when he walks in the building? Well, here's here's the okay, thing. With, here's okay, the th- leader of 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 the offense of the team. Gather us up. Tell us what's supposed to inspire us. The thing that, and and granted, I don't know how much the players have known all along, but all along it's been, well, you know, there was other people in the Uber ride, and we're not sure what happened. There's no proof. He said, she said. It's a he said, she And everyone at the end thought it was just going to be a he said, she said, and that they suspended him because he put himself in this position, and that's what the, the, the conduct policy says in the NFL, that they can suspend you, not because something happened, but because the appearance of something may have happened. Right. But it turns out the NFL is saying he's guilty. Right. I mean, this isn't just, you know, he said, she said, we're not sure. I mean, the NFL is pretty emphatic that it happened and it's yeah. not good. So I got to imagine his teammates are going to be ticked. I mean, this, yeah, yeah. And this isn't this isn't your backup linebacker. This is your starting quarterback, your franchise player. The it's quarter- not your running back like Ezekiel Elliott. You're right. It was supposed to be the player that's quarterbacking your team for 15 years. The number one overall draft pick. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, that's the sort of you know resource they've they've invested in this guy, and unbelievably they've never had a quarterback make it to a second contract, and here he is on the verge of that. Look, I uh, there's a lot of ways you can slice this, but it comes down to he's going to get a chance with his franchise, and we'll you know the old we'll see, but um, I don't know what kind of deal. Um, I would give this guy even beyond this season, no matter how he plays, simply because, you know, you don't you don't know, you didn't expect it to happen tw- again, and could it happen a third time? Um, I don't know. It's it was it's been one one heck of, of a story. Let me just tell you, I've been following this really since last November and seeing sort of the evolution of it and. Again, I would say a couple things. One, he's very fortunate. Um, he could have easily gotten six games. He uh, whatever probably, he paid probably in, should have. Probably should have. And whatever he paid his attorneys, it wasn't enough. They did an unbelievable job for him. Um, and then the NFL deserves whatever pushback they get. Because, you know, now not only are they in the – you know, enforcement of code of conduct business. But now they're in the let's plea bargain business. Keep us out of court and we'll reduce the penalty. I mean, that's what this is, right? That's exactly what this is from the NFL standpoint. Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked because I thought it was going to be three games and it was going to be he said, she said, we're not sure what happened. Sure. He got three games with them saying he's guilty. (laughs) Right. Emphatically said it. And and in the first couple of sentences, he apologizes. Now, for what? Again, it's ambiguous. It's not, I did, I did X. I agree with the findings, and I did X. But there's an apology there, um, specifically to the driver. So, yeah, it's, I think the NFL has opened itself to a lot of criticism. And I think certainly Jameis is, has damaged himself, potentially – with his own teammates, certainly with fans. And you know what? Um, there's probably a lot of coaches there not real happy with him right now as well. So 
You got to wonder what, what Jason Light and Dirk Cutter are thinking. Well, again, you know, and, and everyone presumes they're on the hot seat this season. Well, I mean, I I can't imagine that they're not. I mean, Jason Light's been here five years. Mm-hmm. He's not made the postseason. He hired Dirk Cutter after Lovey Smith. Is he going to get a chance to hire a second coach? Will he get a chance to draft another quarterback? I don't think so. Very, very few GMs can draft a quarterback number one overall and survive the failure of that quarterback to move on to another quarterback. That almost never happens. So five years, no playoffs. This is it for Jason Light in most, you know, almost likelihood. There's always circumstances, right? I mean, they go in three, Jameis wins nine in a row, gets hurt. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things you could paint that say, well, you know, things were looking up, but this is his quarterback. And for better or worse, even though he didn't, he really wanted Marcus Mariota over Winston initially, but he's been singing Winston's praises ever since. It's probably Dirk Cutter's last year if he doesn't win, I would imagine. Well, Dirk, Dirk Cutter Dirk, said Dirk was specifically hired to help Jameis. That's correct. They wanted the continuity. They liked what he did his rookie season, and they kept him. And, you know, Dirk said at the time when he was retained that it was courageous on the Glazers' part to keep him on as coach after a 5-11 and season. Now, maybe – they couldn't reach a deal with John Gruden, and that's why he's here. Um, we don't know. But for those guys, they got to navigate at New Orleans, home against the Eagles, home against Pittsburgh on a Monday night, and find a way to not go 0-3. Because if you do, you're, you you got to win for a month. And in this division, with Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, all three teams that made the playoffs last year with those quarterbacks – it's hard to get that far of a hole to start out the season. Well, not only that, but Fortunately, you're 0-3 you're with four of your next five on the road. Four of your next five on the road. And in a way, that might be fortunate for Jameis, depending on how they do, only because the reception he gets at home against Cleveland, the one game he does play after the bye week, I believe. No, they go to Atlanta, I think, after the bye week. But they come home, they have one game against Cleveland. Yep. So in nine weeks, Jameis Winston will appear one time at Raymond James Stadium. One time. So the reception, you know, again, it'll depend on did he hurt his team? Did they did they manage to to weather the storm? How did he play when he came back? Look, his first game back is a short week, assuming they play him. They have a Monday night game. They have a short week. They go to Chicago. The Bears are, are supposed to be much improved this year. New quarterback, Mr. Trubisky, new head coach. So, you know, that's the, there are no gimmies in the NFL. Um, it's It's going to be. The story has been the story. And that's the thing. When do the players get tired of talking about it? I would have thought they were last year already. Okay. So you think they might be asked about it in training camp? You think if they lose the first game? You think they lose the second game? You think after the third game? His name, his suspension is the news. It will continue to be the news. And then when he comes back, how does he play? He'll go a month without playing live football, a solid month. Who's to say how he'll play? Um, There's just, I mean, this is a huge, huge deal. Not many quarterbacks get this for this reason. And this is a guy who came to the league with the reputation. And it's their worst nightmare come true. Maybe not their worst nightmare, which would have been six games. But it's certainly, it's certainly there. It's a heck of a story, man. I don't, uh, 
you know, I don't know how it ends. It's just something that, you know, for Jameis, for the Bucks, there'll be a lot of changes, a lot of changes if he doesn't do two things. Straighten out his life, which he has shown outward signs of doing. But again, who anticipated this, you know, after his rookie year. And two, he's going to have to play his ass off. He's going to have to win football games. No matter what you say, no matter how he does it, handing the ball off, throwing it away, <clears throat> running, whatever. The man has to win games. He was going to have to win them anyway. But now he has even more urgency because, you know, of what he, the position he's put himself and his team in. He has 18 wins in three years. A lot of reasons for it. It's not a one-man game. But you know what? He handles the ball in every snap. So these are, you know, this is a, this is a a a swing year because because here's the thing about losing this resource. You use the first round pick on Jameis Winston. You invested four years in his development. You went through two head coaches. You've gone through another GM. Okay, tons of assistant coaches. If this doesn't work out, it sets your franchise back years. It just does. Well, some would say this season's already lost. It may, not, it may not be. But the potential is, is but, for it. But another speak. thing, look, if this, you know, and this is where there's all kinds of, you know, theories or whatever, but if, if the Bucks go 0-3, do the Glazers say don't play Winston? We want to get another high draft pick next year. Now, Jason Light and Dirk Cutter may not like that because their jobs are on the line potentially. Right. And that gets back to the twenty million dollars. But it's also protecting. It, it, it's for one, maybe a potential to get a higher draft pick to draft another quarterback, but also mm-hmm. not paying out twenty point nine million dollars to Jameis if he gets hurt. <clears throat> I think the second part of that is probably more relevant. I three, unfortunately, even though a few teams make it after an zero three start, but it, it is it is not quite a quarter of the season. So there would be too much football ahead of them mm-hmm. um, to completely throw in the towel. I think about winning, but. There's other quarterbacks on their roster. You know, Ryan Griffin is on that roster. There are veteran quarterbacks. Here's another thing we don't know. Do you, in anticipation of, you know, Fitzpatrick being at 35, may not make it through three games, you're going to turn to a guy in Ryan Griffin who has never played an NFL game? Do you bring in a veteran quarterback now? Do you want another veteran behind Fitzpatrick? Do you make a trade for a Teddy Bridgewater? That sort of thing. What about Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> well, yeah. And that brings a different him? set of issues, but, it, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. do you think I he... I can see the Glazers going from one frying pan well, but... to the fire. <laughs> do you see... I mean, do you think he gives you a better chance to win than Ryan Fitzpatrick? And if you're Jason Lake and Dirk Cutter and, and your jobs are on the line, if you think he gives you a better chance, you're probably pushing for it. Yeah. Well, you might be, but... The Glazers what, may again, say no. A, they may say no. That's an ownership question. Sure. You go from, you go from having to answer questions about your suspended quarterback to one about one that nobody wants because of his stances on the national anthem and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, civil justice and all that stuff. So I don't, I don't, that's an ownership question. Again, these are all ownership questions and we've not really heard from the Glazers other than their, you know, PR written statement that said absolutely nothing today other than they're disappointed. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. But you know what? You can't – as much as you blame Jameis, you have to blame yourself. You know, they made this decision to go with him. 
Lovey Smith made this decision. Um, who's no longer here, but you know, Jason Light, who who upon drafting him said he had to go have a moment to himself because he was so moved by him, called him the greatest leader he's ever been around. There's a lot of people feeling bad about, you know, how they've stood behind this guy right now. We'll talk about it. It's going to be a story all week. Um, I'm out here in Hawaii. I'll be back shortly, but uh, wanted to uh, have a chance to weigh in on, on this. And it's been, it's been one that I've followed near and far, of course, uh, through these eight months. And at least now the Bucks know moving forward what they're facing. So we'll have plenty more on Jameis Winston and his suspension, how that's going to affect the Bucks, what the Bucks may do going forward next week. Rick Stroud, of course, in Hawaii, he had to get going, uh, taking care of family business with vacation stuff there. So uh, the Rays on Thursday night lost one nothing to the Astros. Uh, Ryan Stanek, uh, Ryan Yarborough, Austin Pruitt giving up just one home run over the nine innings, uh, pitched really well. The Rays, some really tough luck. They uh, put nine balls in play that they hit over 100 miles an hour off the bat. Eight of those were outs. One was a single by C.J. Crone that then Marwin Gonzalez uh, probably should have got him out, but threw it wildly, and it got by the first baseman. So C.J. Crone ends up on second base. So really nine really hard-hit balls and nine outs, essentially. I mean, Crone's was a single because Gonzalez threw it away. But uh, tough luck for the Rays. They had a 22-inning scoreless uh, streak going into the game. They only give up one run, so that's now one run given up in the last 31 innings pitch, so that's pretty good for the Rays. A tough luck loss as uh, Ryan Stanek, Yarbrough, and Pruitt did really well. On Friday, it's going to be uh, Garrett Cole for the Astros going against Wilmer Font, who got his first uh, win with the Rays in his last start. So uh, that'll be the matchup on Friday night. Uh, the Lightning talked to John Tavares. Steve Eiserman mentioned they did. It was more than just a casual conversation, but there's no updates at this point. John Tavares has flown back to Toronto where he's uh, going to make his decision known. Probably by uh, sometime Friday needs to let – the uh, Isles know if he's going to come back or not because if they want to draft a contract before Saturday night at midnight, if he wants an eight-year deal, then they have to have some time to get that done. You can't just wait till uh, 11.58 on Saturday night. Uh, free agency opens Sunday at noon for the Lightning, so or for the NHL that where players can now officially sign. But Saturday at midnight would be the deadline for him to – uh, for the Isles to submit a contract to get him the max eight-year deal. Once he hits free agency, you can only sign a seven-year deal, including with the team you're currently with. So uh, that's it for Sports Day Tampa Bay. We appreciate you listening and uh, would love it if you uh, rate and review this podcast anywhere you get them, whether iTunes or Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Uh, just uh, when you do a search for Sports Day Tampa Bay on those apps, uh, hit subscribe. That way it downloads automatically to your mobile device or computer every day so you can listen anytime you want. And if you uh, click likes on the post or even leave comments, that always helps us out. And tell a friend. That helps us out too. So for Rick Stroud, I'm Steve Versnick on Sports Day Tampa Bay. Go see our friend Andy at Continental Wholesale Diamonds where you can get that five-day, four-night cruise uh, just by spending $2,000 on jewelry, you're going to get your girl anyway. So you might as well get her some jewelry and take her on a cruise. You can't beat that. Just let them know you heard it on Sports Day Tampa Bay. Again, for Rick Stroud, I'm Steve Versnick. Have a great weekend, everybody. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.